Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Digitex Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place tonight. The Edmonton Oilers a return engagement against a real good team, the Winnipeg Jets. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex by release your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up in the first half hour of the show. Uh, we'll hear comments from Dave Tippett, Connor McDavid, Stuart Skinner, who will start in goal. We'll give you the game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Um, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing into the orders now. Audio Vault for direct workwear. Uh, but we start with our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Winnipeg Jets took it to Edmonton on Tuesday night. Edmonton got back in the game in the... Uh, third period uh, with a couple power play goals, which the Oilers can do. They're good on the power play, and frankly the Jets, maybe the one weakness their team's got right now, not very good PK. Uh, Winnipeg's got one of the top five goaltenders in the world, Connor Hellebuck. Uh, Kevin Cheveldayoff in the offseason upgraded their defense with the additions of uh, Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt. Changed the complexions of some of their matchups and uh, and maybe they're playing the game a little bit differently, too, from stretches last season. We'll hear a comment coming up a little bit later on. Speaking of tonight, for those of you that are making your way uh, down to the game, and, and we're going to mention this three or four times on the show today, but starting at tonight's game, the Alberta vaccine record with QR code will be the only valid proof of vaccination for Albertans accepted for entry into Rogers Place. If you haven't already received your QR code, you can do so by going to covidrecord.alberta.ca for more information on Rogers Place health and safety guidelines. Visit rogersplace.com. So it's the... uh, 
the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. The Jets were, and and it really started last year in the playoffs. Uh, they were very physical with Connor McDavid and and Leon Draisaitl. Uh, I, I talked to somebody earlier today, and they're like, you know, Bob is kind of like Chris Pronger. They're not going to call everything, and that's a whole other part of the conversation with how the game is managed differently uh, during the course of the playoffs and the regular season. But they played those guys hard. Calgary does the same thing. They go after McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nurse, and the Oilers are going to, you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois was running around the other night. Wouldn't be bad if uh, if the likes of Cassian and Fogel got a, the Oilers' engagement level needed to increase now. They were at the end of a five-game road trip. Uh, need more energy tonight, and there are going to be a couple uh, lineup changes. We might as well go right to our game day lineup for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. List your old home. Sold today. Edmonton.ca. Uh, at the morning skate today, Zach Hyman back on left wing with Connor McDavid and Yessa Pugliarvi. Uh In his last 10 regular season games against the Jets, McDavid's got 24 points. Of course, he's on a 15-game point streak to start the season. poliarvi has gone a little bit quiet here over the last couple games. Uh, it'll be good to see him get a little positive uh, energy going. Leon Dreisettle, meanwhile, is on fire. Seven goals, ten points, last four games. He will center Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Kyler Yamamoto. Ryan McLeod, who's making some gradual improvement, will center Warren Fogle and Zach Cassian. Both players hoping to be more impactful in tonight's game. Derek Ryan is out. Uh, Ran into, sort of backed into Mark Shifley. And if you're an Oiler partisan, you're thinking maybe Shifley took a little bit of a liberty there. Uh, and if you're a Jets fan, you're saying Ryan put himself in that position. So as a result, either Turris or Sevier will end up playing center uh, with Tyler Benson on the left side. None of those guys have played over 8.32 time on ice uh, per game this season. Defensively, Darnell Nurse with Tyson Berry. Duncan Keith with Cody Cece, Slater Cuckoo with Evan Bouchard. Nurse playing 25-45 per game. Evan Bouchard playing 21-49 per game. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. His fourth career start. He's 0-2 this year with a 2.64 goals against average, 9.13 save percentage. So Ryan out day-to-day. We'll call it an upper body issue right now. He's getting tested. Uh... It's fair to say for concussion uh, type of symptoms. Uh, Brendan Perlini uh, uh, and Chris Russell out as well. Russell did skate today, did not skate in Winnipeg on Tuesday. One guy the Oilers have missed in their bottom six, their best bottom six forward over the last two years has been Josh Archibald. And uh, he, of course, is out with myocarditis. May never play again. We don't know. I mean, uh, there was just a player over in the Czech Republic that passed away uh couple days ago with some complications from the heart uh, connected uh, to uh, situations uh, relating to COVID. So, you know, we you always wish the best for a guy and his family. And uh, But the reality is for the last two seasons in the regular season, Josh Archibald was Edmonton's best bottom six forward, playing 13 minutes a game. He had 500 combined hits over the last three years. Impactful guy. The Oilers got out hit on Tuesday night by Winnipeg, uh, pushed around a little. Dave Tippett will explain maybe where the energy level was at. As for the Jets, 
they got a good team. Shifley up front with Cop and Ehlers. Uh, Shifley, five, last five-plus seasons, he's averaging better than a point per game. Pierre-Luc Dubois looks like a different player this year. Came over in that trade for Patrick Liney last year, and this will illustrate the point. He's got eight goals and 20 points in 41 games last year for the Jets. He's already got nine goals and 15 points this year in 15 games. And again, he was physical against Edmonton and was, uh, generally speaking, a pain in the ass for most of the night uh, against the Oilers. Uh, Kyle Connor and Blake Wheeler flank. Uh, Dubois. Adam Lowry, excellent third-line center, but uh, not a timid fr- player. I mean, he's fought Ryan Reeves in his career. Uh, he's had battles with uh, Darnell Nurse as well. He centers Harkins and Svechnikov, former Oilers uh, draft pick uh, Riley Nash, who elected never to sign in Edmonton. Oilers ended up getting a second-round pick that ultimately turned out to be, I believe, Martin Marincin uh, from Carolina when Nash ended up there. Uh, Nash with uh, Dominic Toninato and Christian Veselainen. Josh Morrissey and Nate Schmidt. They've been a good pairing so far for Winnipeg. Morrissey, plus 13. This guy's a a pretty good defenseman. He's had some ups and downs over the uh, years, but uh, right now that pairing's been their Their three pairings are really good. Brendan Dill with Neil Pionk. Pionk, a guy who's gotten a little bit in the grill of both McDavid and Drysaddle. He's been physical against them. And then they got their, their slow playing Logan Stanley, a six foot seven, 228-pound left shot defenseman. Uh, DeMello was the player that Paul Maurice referred to as quote-unquote coach's porn. That's how much he liked Dylan DeMello's game. And uh, we already talked about Connor Hellebuck, former Vezina Trophy winner. They got a good team, the Jets. And the Oilers have to play much better than they did on Tuesday night. On today's show, just before we go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, Kevin Weeks will join us from the NHL Network and ESPN at 1235. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque at 105 today. And out of the Athletic in Winnipeg, a rising young writing star, Marette Atesh, uh, will join us uh, at about 135 to tell us a bit of this jet story. We go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault at 1214 in Edmonton for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like a family. Dave Tippett was asked, uh, and it was a good question, what has Winnipeg been doing to stifle the Oilers won six straight regular season games against the Jets last year going into the playoff series. Winnipeg then won a four-game series in four straight games, three of which went into overtime. They were close games. The Oilers had the lead for about 60 minutes of that series. The Jets had the lead for about 20. But Dave Tippett was asked today on what Winnipeg is doing to stifle the Oilers lightly. Winnipeg changed their whole game last year. I think we'd beat them a few times in a row. There was a game in there that we, I think we'd won five or six, one or two or something. They've changed their whole game since then. They've gone to a very uh, safe, controlled game. They put pucks in. They don't take chances. There's not a lot of lateral plays. And they make you earn everything you get. And the other night, we gave up two goals early. You get chased in the game, you got to take some chances. Now, it's going to be a tight game. It's a low event, tight game. And if you open up or if you have breakdowns or you end up chasing the game, the game looks different. So they've played a different game since late in the, late in the season last year to, to now. And that's, that's the, change in, the change in what you see in the series between us. All right. Um, yeah, the Oilers 
didn't have a lot of energy. We talked about this yesterday. Yesterday was a CBA-mandated off day for the Oilers, Game 5 of a nine-day road trip, and we referenced, you know, Wayne Gretzky, or, you know, mentioning, uh, you know, how challenging it can be the last game of the road trip. And sometimes, I, I, you know, and there's lots of media that travel, so let's establish that. They get that. It, it, traveling is not easy, and it's it, it's not an excuse. And let's acknowledge, again, for the fourth time already in the show, that the Winnipeg Jets have a really good team. And they played with direct routes. They dumped in a ton of pucks on Koskinen early in the game. They forced, they, you know, they forechecked. Tyson Berry and Evan Bouchard tried to create turnovers, and they took away time and space from specifically McDavid and Drysaddle. So they did a lot of good things. But according to Dave Tippett, the Oilers, uh, what did Vince Lombardi once say? Fatigue makes cowards of us all. And uh, Tippett had this to say in the fatigue of the road trip. It's all mental. It's all mental. You just... And it depends on how the how the road trip went. It depends on how many games you played near the end of it. There's so many factors that come into it that... Uh, but you get home and you get, you could, especially with the day off yesterday, just a whole day away, you could tell our guys had some, some juice this morning. Now, does that translate into playing well and winning? We'll find out. But, but there's just, you get a sense of your team every day, whether you're on the road, whether you're home, you get a sense of where they're at. Um, I felt like our team had some spirit this morning, so hopefully that translates into good results. Well, one guy who knew that, uh, Louis DeBrusque, will be joining us at 105 because we talked about it after watching the Oilers' uh, morning skate on Tuesday in Winnipeg, and it had us a little bit nervous, to say the least. Um, one thing that has to stop for Edmonton, i got to stop giving up the first goal against. It's happened in six consecutive games. Here's Dave Tippett. There's been some breakdowns. There's been you know, the goal the other night you'd like to have back. I mean, there's different things that we're looking at. And, um, you know, we just, that's an area where even though you give up the first goal, you've got a lot of time left, but it sets a tone for, for where the game's going to go. And uh, we've been able to come back from a little bit, but it's an area that you'd like to get out and get going. You, When you're chasing the game, Especially when you get down multiple goals, you're, you know, you got to open up. You, you do things that aren't the most conducive to playing a good, strong team game. When you're in a tight game, everybody's doing their job. You're, you're, you're finding ways to make sure the game goes along and you find a way to win rather than chasing the game you know and that's any team that any team when you're chasing you just look like a different team and that's been us you know too many times lately all right and edmonton's five on five play obviously a challenge uh, that said their special teams off the charts uh, the orders with a plus 15 goal differential on special teams through the first 15 games this season bob stoffer brendan escott with you speaking of five on five Connor mcdavid had these comments on what needs to change defensively in five on five scenarios yeah, I think just being more connected throughout the, you know, with our, our, our D-men as forwards, um, you know, tightening up spaces, um, you know, getting the puck stopped in our D zone as well, I think is a, is a big thing. And just, you know, better overall defensively. Um, you know, it's obviously an important part of the game to, uh, you know, keep the puck out of your net. And it's something that we talk about a lot. And, you know, we've been able to do, you know, and, and get better at over the last couple of years. And, you know, it slipped a little bit the last road trip and somebody to get back on track now Connor mcdavid rarely if ever has uh spoken up about officiating um he's not very demonstrative on the ice certainly nowhere near to the case that a guy like wayne gretzky was 
or Sidney Crosby early in his career. Despite the fact uh, that that's been the case, John Tortorella uh, made a comment about uh, uh, Connor needing to quote unquote shut up. Uh, Connor was asked uh, today uh, in the media availability about getting more calls, and he had this response. Uh, I guess I just got to shut up about this, but uh, um, so, uh, you know, yeah, it's not, uh, yeah, I'll leave it. There you have it. Uh, And it ended up being a great quote, no question. So it is what it is. Uh, We'll wait and see what happens here. There could be some extenuating influences and forces over time here over the next year or so that, I mean, you talk about connecting and connecting with the younger fan, and the younger fan wants to watch stars. And I also think fans like, you know, I'm I'm a fan of multiple sports. I like offense, you know. And and, and frankly, uh, there is. I've always felt at times that there's people in key roles in the National Hockey League that are a little bit envious of the talent of some of the league's best players. Like it's it's not like you have Wayne Gretzky uh, being the VP of something with the NHL level, and I wonder whether or not there's a degree of schadenfreude that exists as a result of uh, maybe some of the people that have spheres of influence in the National Hockey League. But I'm going to tell you right now, TNT, ESPN, they can push the narrative to open up the game, not just for Connor McDavid, but also for Austin Matthews and Nathan McKinnon and other future stars coming into the league as well. Uh, Because... I think that's the way people want to see the game played. But I'm not surprised that Connor didn't say much about it because it's kind of a, a can't-win proposition for him right now. I, I think we, I saw a stat yesterday, Brendan Escott, you're back at the 630 Jet Studio. I don't know if it's right, but somebody suggested to me, based on Tom, I, Tom on ice, that McDavid was in the 200s for penalties drawn per uh, 60 minutes played. Like, like ranked about two hundred. How the hell? Does that, that is that's humorous. And yeah. again, I, I I refuse to subscribe to the idea that there's a legitimate ruse out there. But obviously, there is a clear issue here that they are missing calls. Period. They, yeah. They well, and, and, and you know what? If you're Winnipeg and they played the Oilers last year in the playoffs, it, you know that's pound this guy. They can't call, and they didn't, and especially in overtime on a team which has had a historically good power play. And people say, Stoffer Edmonton has to be better five on five. The goaltender's got to stop the puck early in the games. they got to find ways to win. And you know what? There's a degree of truth in all of that. But the other side of the fan base is saying, call the goddamn penalties. Okay? Just call the penalties. Doesn't matter what the score is. You hit a quarterback late in the NFL if you're up 42-7 in a game. They don't manage the game. And say, well, you know what? They're up 42-7. I don't want to give them a first down. It was a third 10. No, it's rough in the passer. You're 15 yards down the field. That's how it works in the NFL. Okay? Not a perfect league, but a league that recognized they need to protect quarterbacks. There was a time that they didn't. Cleveland Browns had a player that picked up, uh, you know, dusted off. Uh, was it Terry Bradshaw or um, Jim McMahon back in the day? Actually, I think the guy played for the then-named Edmonton Eskimos later on in his career. Okay, Troy Aikman got hit late all the time when he was quarterback of the Dallas Stars. And the NFL was like, that's bad for the league. we, we got to protect our stars. The Pittsburgh Steelers secondary used to glom onto receivers and assault them on the field 15 yards down back in the days of the Steel Curtain. You can't do that anymore. Not beyond five yards. 
I love Alabama football. I'm a huge SEC football fan. No team was more aggressive on kickoffs than Alabama. They have a thing called targeting now where you can't blow a guy up anymore. Or you run a you run a reverse on offense and the wide receiver peels back and nails a defensive back that's chasing on a reverse. They call that too. And that's football. It's a violent, aggressive sport. And so I think that we gotta get to the point in the NHL where a penalty is a penalty. And it doesn't matter if it's a penalty in October or if it's a penalty in May. But make no mistake, Winnipeg has a good enough team, but they part of what changed for them. What during the course of that series is the world's best player couldn't get a call. And I know it frustrates everybody. Now, saying that tonight against Winnipeg, and we'll talk about this with Louis DeBrus coming up, the Oilers, like guys like Cassian and Fogle, got to make life difficult for some of Winnipeg's players. Calgary and Winnipeg are two of the teams that target the Edmonton Oilers' best players. So target their guys back. If they're going to manage games, that's what you got to do. You get a chance, that's that's the only way to play it. You can't leave it in the hands of the officials to officiate, to protect your team. You got to get out there and you got to send messages back. So sometimes, to quote the late Pat Quinn, sometimes you got to do the dirt. And they and saying that, Edmonton's not necessarily built. You look at the fourth line tonight with Terrace, Benson, and, uh, and Sevier. They're not exactly built to engage in an uglier game further down the lineup. And that may be an area that needs to change for Edmonton carrying forward here. So, Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There you have it. 1226 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Well, lucky man, we get to watch two of the best players in the world. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing at 1228 in Edmonton. Company branded apparel products and award, Drew Shamahorn and his staff, Edmonton owned and all operated. All created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan. 11 games in the league tonight. Ottawa and Nashville is postponed amid the Senators' COVID outbreak. Calgary is in Buffalo. Uh, Toronto hosts the Rangers. And Montreal entertains Pittsburgh, having a recalled Cole Caulfield from the American Hockey League. All of that before our all-Canadian showdown here in Edmonton. The puck drops between the Oilers and Jets just after 7 o'clock here on 6.30. Chad, Bakersfield fell 4-3 on the road last night in San Jose and now get a little added time to recuperate as this 
weekend series in Abbotsford has in fact been postponed due to the flooding in uh, BC's lower mainland. The Oil Kings home to Prince Albert tomorrow night, Sunday. The Calgary Hitmen come to town 4 p.m. puck drop there. All right, Zap has Texas. We've never heard from Zap, um, at least to my knowledge. Uh, he says, in my opinion, it's not Connor being vocal, but the emotional look on his face. You can't tell me the officials don't see him shaking his hand, looking disgusted about missing uh, un- or missed or uncalled uh, calls. So there's that perspective. Uh, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Another text comes in saying, Bob, what compounds the issue for the owners is their power play is so good, the refs don't want to make calls because they think they're influenced the result. But in my mind, they're influenced the game by not calling the rules. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Kevin Weeks coming up for Canadian Power Pack after a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.